0: everybody and welcome back to the cars unfiltered podcast it's 2018 so this is season two and this is actually episode two and today it's the OGs the original gangsters myself Tom and Mike
1: yeah I don't know if we're really gangster Tom
0: you kind of you kind of have like a throaty gangster thing going on in your voice though
1: yeah I, yeah today yeah a little bit
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah we, we're, we're definitely not gangsters but I guess we're original
1: maybe Origi- original original kind of yeah
0: yeah so today we're going to talk about some i mean we basically the last couple episodes there was not much going on because all the manufacturers are off on break and retooling you know whatever the that is and now everybody's like back in full in in their top gear again
1: yeah this year we can uh we could kick it off with jumping on the the auto show bandwagon and talk about some of the vehicle uh, reveals and what that are coming out. And are we going to that Mike? We I think so. I don't know when, but I think we're planning on going. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I mean I'd like to go. The when is definitely like I want to go to Snowdrift too, but there's I don't know. There's so many things I want to do. So we gotta I'm gonna start setting aside gas money.
1: Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Snowdrift's kind of a faraways way. For those of you who don't know, Snowdrift is the winter rally cross uh not course but uh series i guess it's a kickoff uh, it's a kickoff event yeah yeah up in i don't know where's it. At? it's somewhere in northern michigan
0: atlanta like,
1: yeah that's right to atlanta um and tom and i went a couple of years ago and then haven't been back since but we saw that it's going on ne- this next weekend i think
0: yeah or the twenty sixth. yeah 26 but the funny thing is the last time we went we only saw like half of it, and then we stopped and had hamburgers.
1: At, it was really cold. We, I had coffee.
0: Yeah, well, and it was like we, we lost track of the stages. Like we got yeah. out of sync. and Yeah, we did for sure. Yeah. So this year my goal is to not get out of sync. And we have a camera and we have a drone now, so I'm hoping to do something
1: fun with it. So yeah, let's plan on that. Yep. Um, but also plan on the auto show because the auto show. And yep. We need we need good fodder for you know podcasting and uh, articles and
0: things. And my notorious Corvette test.
1: Oh yeah, right. Yep, the Corvette test. Why don't you tell us about that, Tom?
0: Yeah, no, I'm gonna. It's a secret. Remember, I'm gonna show. I'm gonna show people.
1: Oh yeah, that's right. Yep. That's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. So you'll have to pay attention to. Uh, I don't know, the Facebook or Instagram page for that?
0: Yeah, probably Instagram stories, and I might like add it to a video sometime. We'll see.
1: So pay attention to those channels for Tom's Corvette test. Yep.
0: Works every time.
1: In other news, (laughs) uh, speaking about reveals and everything, it uh, it came out last week or the week before, however long ago it was, that uh, the F-150 is now going to come with a diesel for the first time ever from the factory um which we think about that
0: we've all been waiting for this for like forever right actually i should ask you this was okay in the past was there any f-150s with a diesel before in the united states
1: no 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 no, there wasn't There never has been no
0: so this is like a first 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 kind of a thing
1: yep yes it is
0: so cool i mean i'm excited i'm curious what the reviewers and stuff i would love to review one i'll put it i'll just throw that out there too Anybody that might have that connection, um, I,
1: I don't. I don't think we have those listeners, Tom. I mean, if we if we do reach out to us and let us know that we're incorrect, please. Yeah,
0: yeah. well, I mean, also too, I I feel like if we asked, we could probably get one to review maybe. somewhere. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I mean, we probably be the last people to review one, but.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. But we could tag on somebody's coattails.
0: I don't. Yeah, I don't care. I'm not. I'm not that proud. <laughs> <laughs> um, but but no, yeah, no, I'm excited no, about I, it.
1: Yeah, I mean it's ranged to have, uh, or rumored, I guess, to have thirty miles per gallon as uh, the fuel economy. So that's impressive from a pickup truck, right? That's the, double what you're, what you expect to get, I guess.
0: Yeah, and I think too, like the big note, like so, trucks. Nice thing about the, I think about Ford is that they always focus on the F one fifty being a work vehicle, right? And so the big thing about these engines that everybody who uses a truck like a truck is excited about is the fact that, okay, now they can get 30 miles a gallon on the freeway or highway, whatever. And it's, they still have like over 400 foot pounds of torque. Right.
1: Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There's just, it's like 420, I think foot pounds of torque, which is just, and it's, it comes in at like 1600 or 1700 RPM. It's ungodly when it comes in.
0: Yeah. And that, that to me would be the part that'd be really, really interesting. I unfortunately don't have anything to tow
1: at the moment. Like, you know, but, Tom, you could tow your house with that kind of patois,
0: right? But I tend to—I mean, okay. So just so everybody knows, I don't have—you know, like I don't live out of a trailer or something. Not a house trailer, <laughs> but like a camper trailer, which I feel like was the implication. Um, although that doesn't sound like a bad idea. Now that I think about it,
1: there, there you go, Tom's, uh, Tom's moving on up. But anyway, you were saying
0: tiny house people. Anyway, um, yeah, I mean. I like from the work perspective, I think they're going to sell a ton of these. I think companies who would have normally purchased the XL, right? will may opt for this vehicle, which is going to be honestly, it might be a big boost to Ford's bottom line.
1: Well, it it depends on because we don't know what trim level the diesel is going to be offered at. Right now uh, the the uh, the rumors are around going on are that it's going to be like a two to two to four thousand dollar premium above base price, right? Mm-hmm. But what you don't know is if you can order just a base model XL with a diesel. You know what I'm saying? There may be some option packages that they put it with.
0: Yeah, but um,
1: I, that not force you to go up market.
0: Yeah, but I'd be surprised, right? Because like this is exactly the use case, right? And if you think of okay, even a four thousand uh, dollar, like an XL with a four thousand dollar upgrade, they're gonna save that money in gas probably in the first year or two.
1: Huh. Oh yeah i, I mean I, i'm not disagreeing with you i'm just saying that uh, it may not just be that three two or four thousand dollar whatever upsell it may be by the time you're all said and done with it you've got to get a super crew and you've got to get this that and the other etc cetera, etc cetera, mm-hmm. to where it's you know it's a fifteen thousand dollar upgrade because it's got to be packaged out in a specific chassis or something right. I'm, not, yeah. I'm not saying that that's the case right i think that'd be not the brightest route to go but I'd be curious to see if that actually happens.
0: Yeah, I, I would be too. I'd be very surprised because I think that that's like, I, th- I think the use case just makes too much sense. But I guess we'll see. when. Do, yeah, when do we know?
1: Um. Yeah, I don't know when the specs are going to come out.
0: I didn't see it on the, uh, available on the builder. So probably when the 2019 F-150 configurator launches.
1: Yeah, prob- probably because you just got the 2018, you know, a few months ago anyway. So right, they're still trying to focus on selling those things. They don't want everybody to be able to option out of 2019 and just wait, you know, that's the last thing they want.
0: Well, actually though, people are probably are going to wait now.
1: Yeah, probably. But the less people are going to wait if, uh, if they can't see where they can order one, right? If it, if it was listed on the website as coming soon or whatever, um, then you'd, then people would see that as more of an option.
0: Yeah. And so, on the flip side, Chevrolet
1: has now introduced their own three liter diesel silverado oh. variant. Oh, that was how about that yeah for twenty for twenty nineteen as well i think or twenty twenty one of the two yeah,
0: so so I mean it yeah, makes it makes sense, right like they've been both known they've been they've probably you know whoever started working on it within months the next, the other company started working on it, right.
1: Oh yeah, for sure. So, and it doesn't—it doesn't even mean that they were, yeah, that they were—that uh, there was any corporate espionage or spying or anything like that going on, right? It just means that that's the the way that the market's trending, and so they both see it as a good time to release one.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, well, you know, they're probably, you know, there's a bunch of Chevy guys, you know, eating at Jacoby's, and a bunch of Ford guys on the other, like in a booth, right? Like four four Chevy guys. Eating in a booth at (laughs) Jacoby's, and on the other side of the booth was four Ford guys eating Jacoby's, and they're both part of this like diesel, you know, program. And they're just like, "Hey, did you hear that? Yeah, those, you know, that's that's Frank over there from the Chevy, you know, diesel division. They're working on a, you know, talking about a fifteen hundred diesel."
1: I I don't think that's how that worked, Tom. I'm pretty sure that's not how that happened. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know.
0: I like to think. I like to imagine. Actually, I just like to imagine eating at Jacoby's
1: yeah i think that's where that's going tom, tom just hasn't had decent food in a while so he wants
0: so. Jacoby's. yeah that's pretty good
1: but so all right so yeah there's chevy's releasing uh variants that compete with the f-150 which is nothing new but what about the ford ranger as a reply to chevy's colorado
0: okay so this is oh my gosh mike i don't know why we shouldn't talk about this this is so i have
1: why shouldn't we talk about this okay
0: because so i have an original like the one of the very first raptors that they made okay i've had it for over a year now there's things i like about it there's things i don't like about it okay the ranger so so let me first say too that the colorado uh, z71 is interesting to me i actually i would like to go test
1: drive one wait wait interesting in what way Explain interesting for our listeners who aren't familiar with your intonation.
0: Okay. So I, there are things about my truck being a full size truck that I feel like a midsize truck could solve. Um, and I feel like the Z 71 Colorado is essentially going to be the Ranger is like what the Ranger Raptor is, except I think the Ranger Raptor is going to be better in a few key areas. But, um, but yeah, like I, I'd like to go try and drive one. I think they'll be about the same size too. So I'd like to go drive one, um, a ZR one or ZR seventy one, and just see like, you know, how how it drives. Because, to be, dude, to be honest, the type of driving I do, you know, parking in like the city and stuff, like my truck's just too wide. You know what I mean? Yeah, right. For sure. Love my truck on the highway. Love my truck. Well, actually, not even true. In draft, in traffic, I do not like my truck on the highway. Why is that? Why? Because, like. People recognize that you have a truck. They don't recognize that your truck is wider than a normal one.
1: Oh, yeah, that's and, true. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's just,
0: I don't know. People just don't pay attention. So a mid-sized, I feel like a mid-sized Ranger Raptor truck would be like the same size width as a normal F-150, but it would give you that like a little bit lower, more planted feel like the, Raptor, the F-150 Raptor does. And if you're able to do that, i would that that's intriguing the next thing there's a whole bunch of other things that go into this though right like cab space and blah 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 right but um it'd also be interesting if they put the twin turbo 3.5 liter high output engine in the ranger raptor and then release the normal raptor with a 7.0 that's
1: is that what you want that's to see?
0: what i want to see yes
1: well, good luck with that, Tom. Yeah, well
0: anyway, I'm I'm excited. My <laughs> wife, although there is a problem, so so this actually works out well because I'm married and so I don't really have to like, you know, imp- well, I shouldn't say this. I don't have to impress anybody per se, right? Uh but my wife actually I showed her the, the the ranger and she's like she's like, small trucks don't make sense. Don't get one. Like that's ridiculous. And I'm like, Yeah, I know.
1: And still you're contemplating it?
0: Yeah, because I because I could have the same kind of Raptor thingy with better gas mileage and it fits in a parking spot.
1: Yeah, but it, it wouldn't be a small truck at that point, right? I mean No, it'd
0: be an F one fifty size vehicle. Right. <laughs> which and I'm even, okay with.
1: And even so, it's not like Ranger the new Ranger that's gonna come out is gonna be a quarter ton truck like the old Ranger was, right? I mean Yeah. Vehicles have gotten bigger in general. It's not going to be the Ranger of the nineties that everyone's familiar with. I mean, a Cal- uh, Colorado looks decent, right? They look like a regular full-size pickup truck almost.
0: Yeah, like well, they look like a full-size pickup truck from the eighties.
1: Yeah, yep. right. Which is like okay, that's kind of fine, yeah, sure. Yep.
0: But there's still this like stigma that it's not a full-size truck, and that is, I think, what my wife was tapping into. Which, for her to pick up on that like so quickly, it was a little disappointing.
1: Your raptor is not a full size truck either.
0: I f- fair enough. Yeah, I go with that.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> that oh, that white that we were looking at that was a full size truck.
1: That was a so we were we drove when we went to go pick up Project Elcan. Yeah, um, we drove past a little town on the way to my folks' place, and it's uh, it's home to a an auction. Uh, field yard i guess and so we saw a couple of old trucks over there and we went to go check them out and they were two old semi trucks and one of them was a, a white from like the 1940s or 50s and it just looked pretty sweet
0: it did we should we should have bought that
1: i know we probably could have got it for cheap
0: i know maybe we should go check see if it's still there
1: it's not i've been by there once
0: because oh, somebody yeah. knew it was goodbye and somebody bought it that's what happened we lost it. we did
1: But uh, speaking of old cars, the Ford Mach 1 name is apparently coming back, but it's not slated for a Mustang. What? Yeah, word has it. Rumor has it, I guess. We're still on rumors. It's auto show time. You know it's auto show time when you're talking about rumors. Rumors with Uh, a hint of legitimacy. Yeah, right? Slight. Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) Uh, but, uh, But yeah, they're saying that the Mach 1... Uh, is slated to come back, or is rumored to come back, but it's for a, excuse me, battery electric vehicle that's likely an SUV variant. What? Yep.
0: I have I have this up in front of me right now, like the Twitter thing from Mike Levine. Okay.
1: Yeah, Mark. Mark. Levine. Mike. I don't know who that is. It should be Mark. Mark's the uh, the marketing VP. No, that's Mark Sorry. Oh,
0: I was going to say. I mean, this is, unless the dude misspelled it on his own Twitter. So, but like this, the Mach 1 is like, like, like your Mach 1, the emblem for it. That's, it's the same thing for the Mustang. Like it's exactly the same.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Why,
0: why, why an SUV? I
1: don't know. Wait a second.
0: High performance SU battery electric SUV, and they just released the Edge ST, right? So, what what we're really saying here is that, In two years, we're going to see an edge, an all-electric edge with a Mach One badge.
1: Probably. Yeah, Yeah, that's that's likely. Yeah,
0: I, I don't even know what to say.
1: We might see it at uh, the auto show this next week, though.
0: Oh, really? They might uh, do some
1: unveiling. Yeah, that's it's possible, but but yeah. um, I don't know. I don't I don't know how I like it. Mach 1 has always been resor- reserved, I guess, for, uh, you know, a high-trim Mustang. So, I don't know how I feel. And then, and then it took on the performance variant, right? Because most people could get it with, you know, a performance pack. And you couldn't buy it with the 6, I don't think. So, you had to have a V8, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, I don't know how I feel. About I'm,
0: I'll, I, Yeah.
1: That's a good sound bites, Tom. Good sound yeah, bites. Yeah,
0: I'm speechless. I didn't I never would have suspected it to be an SUV thing. But so okay, so is this this can't be related to the thing that they announced what last like a year ago in February? Like they said they're gonna make an electric hybrid high performance Mustang.
1: No, they're still gonna do that.
0: Okay. So uh, it's a separate.
1: Yeah, so it's separate, but whatever the Mustang is won't be called the Mach 1 then.
0: Uh okay.
1: Which it would have made sense for them to call a hybrid performance Mustang variant a freaking Mach 1. I know.
0: I feel like that's a great name.
1: I know. What are, I, what are they going to call it? What are they going to call it? Bullet? No. Segway. Yes, segway. of the bullet.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, so now bullet Mustang. So I've had a weird relationship with this car. Yeah, why? Well,
1: First so, of all, have you seen the movie? I have.
0: I have seen the movie. Okay. Um most I've seen the whole movie a couple times but I've seen the chase scene dozens of times. Um
1: <laughs> Yeah, as as any as any good car guy
0: would. Yep, yep, Um but yeah, so I've wanted one of these cars. Like so it, like I couldn't swing getting a like a decent 390, you know, 68 or was it 67 68 68 GT, right? 68. And so um like the 2001 in 2001 they had a bullet edition, right? and i had i've tried to buy one of those cars i think twice now and one time like i was getting like i were you there i feel like you were there we were like we were gonna go look at it uh,
1: yeah yeah i think we were gonna go and look we were it, like
0: yeah. we're eating at mancino's and as we're sitting there eating getting ready to go we get a call that he sold it um yep yep, I yep and then there was another one i went and looked at and it was just whipped out like you know, no rust or anything, but somebody had welded a bunch of random stuff in the bottom. Anyway, I, li- I like I like these cars. I think they're kind of cool. So apparently now they're doing releasing one for 2018. Yep. So it went 2001, 2008, 2018. Yep. Is that like some kind of weird? Because that's not like
1: multiples. No, it's probably just when they decide they want to call it something the and either make some more money or uh whatever shake it up a little no, bit mike, is. no mike
0: no do you not see the pattern okay so first what? there was 2001 then there was 2008 and then if you take both of those and move the one and the eight over one place in the date 2000 then it was 2018 so, uh, uh, okay yeah so that that only means that means Mike. This is huge. I don't. I don't think you understand what I'm saying. This bullet is the last bullet for a hundred years.
1: Okay. Yeah. Now I follow what you're saying. <laughs> but no, I doubt it. it's the last one. Tom, the Tom I do not know how your mind is working right now. Next, oh man, get some coffee in you or something.
0: The now. next one will be 2180. Is the next bullet release.
1: Yeah, uh huh. Yeah, yep, sure it yep. is. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm just saying,
0: you heard it here first, I folks.
1: You, I, I think you I think you figured it out. <laughs> Tom
0: cracked the code. Yep, all
1: right. All right, uh, <laughs>
0: so I see here there's no numbers related to this bullet. So, like, what's the deal? Like, what's normally a bullet's bumped it, up a little bit, right?
1: What's the 50th anniversary of the film? Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't know what they can put into it because they're, they're not going to want to compete with like GT. I don't know, with the GT500 numbers, I guess, or well, no, uh, whatever we make.
0: No, now. there's like, like okay, so the old ones, right, the, the Bullet Edition, it was, I don't know, like 10, 15 horsepower more, you know, like. Yeah, whatever. it was just
1: a, it was a regular GT with a special paint job, some special wheels, and. Um, and a four-barrel 390. It wasn't – I don't think it was a hopped-up 390. It was just a four-barrel 390.
0: Yeah, well, I mean – So it was, mostly
1: an, it was mostly an appearance and handling package.
0: Yeah, I mean the 01 and the 08, though. Like they were – so like in 2008, the GT was like 310 horsepower, 305 horsepower, or something like that. And the bullet was like 315 or 320, right?
1: Yeah, So right, right. So,
0: but the thing is, this bullet, the 2018 Mustang GT, got an upgrade, which is now 460 horsepower. So, by the law of percentages, if it was like five percent or something, are we talking about like an almost 500 horsepower car here? like,
1: yeah, I mean possibly you're not it's not going to be just a base GT level horsepower out of it, so maybe may, them hey, who knows, maybe they'll use the five two in it.
0: Oh man, if they, oh, ooh, if they put a voodoo in it, I mm, ooh, me likey.
1: <laughs> but but at that point you're you're uh cannibalizing sales of the gt350 right
0: That's true and to be fair you couldn't put a flat plane crank engine in there just because of like how the one in the movie sounded like that i feel like would be a violation you know what i mean of like
1: we're, we're talking about engineers here tom they don't necessarily think about things like that okay well not all not all of them are car people
0: True. Which actually, I have a thing to segue to to the, to
1: the to the car people. No offense, or to the car people engineers who listen. No offense, but to the non car people engineers who listen, complete offense intended.
0: <laughs> Ouch! Burn. <laughs> um. So so funny thing. I I thought it was funny. I mean, people read into this a lot differently. I think than I did because I didn't really read the article. I just kind of saw the picture but speaking to like engineers and stuff, you know, what would you do if you were an engineer and you worked for a company and they like had you basically working on the same, this vehicle that hadn't changed in like 50, 60 years. Like
1: Uh, what what vehicle are we talking about? I mean,
0: like what would, I'm just curious, like eventually, like, let's say you're an engineer and it's like, like you went to school, right. Put all this time into, you know, engineering and figuring out new ways to like solve problems with vehicles. And you had wrote a thesis paper, you know, on what you would do if you were an engineer at Mercedes and you could change all this stuff and improve the world. Right. And they started making you work on the G wagon. Okay. Yeah.
1: I yeah. mean,
0: I mean, that'd be a little bit like kind of a dream smasher situation, right?
1: Isn't the G wagon dead now?
0: Well, yes, but they, they, my, I guess my point is they encased one in Amber Wait, what? yeah they <laughs> there's a full-size 1979 uh g-wagon 280 or 280 ge encased in amber and you know i just thought i saw that and i think they're trying to do it as like a tribute kind of thing whatever but i just thought you know what some engineers were like how can we screw this car this thing up like like screw this thing i'm i'm tired of it <laughs> and they're like we'll encase it in
1: amber yeah Tom, um, I, I I don't follow your thought process tonight at all. But okay, <laughs> <laughs> because
0: because then they're like, well, we're gonna get Mercedes to spend a bunch of money, and this thing will look awful in all its so glory saying, forever.
1: So you're saying some some engineer was pissed off because he had to work on something. <laughs> yeah. Like work. And so instead of being happy with his paycheck, he decided that he wanted to screw the company somehow as a marketing star Yeah. Oh, man.
0: He's like, he's sitting there. He's oh, eating. He's man. in the booth. I, I don't
1: know what to do with you. He's in the
0: booth eating at Jacoby's, a few beers in, and him and his buddy are like, <laughs> what if we dipped one in amber and made a giant amber block with it in it?
1: Tom, Tom I think it's time you just go get some food and uh, oh. and call it okay. good. <laughs> okay. Oh, <man>. So... so <laughs> I, I got another bit of news. that's not related to anything, so I don't have a segue, <laughs> uh, but did you, hear? did you hear that Dan Gurney died?
0: No, I did not.
1: Yeah. So Dan Gurney died at 86. Wow. Uh, and uh, January 14th, he died. That's um, today,
0: which would be tomorrow or yesterday yeah. for people listening to this.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So yeah. Okay. I, I'm, I'm more up on my news than I thought I was. Um, but anyways, Dan. So Dan Gurney actually was uh, a very prolific racer back in oh, it would have been like the '50s, '60s, I think, um, into the '70s. And I think he raced at the 24 Hours of Le Mans with uh, one of the Carroll Shelby um, race teams with the with the original Ford GT. I think. I'm, I may be wrong. Oh about man, that's, that that sounds
0: awful. Years. Yeah, it sounds awful familiar.
1: Um but he also lent his name to a special edition of the Mercury Cougar XR7 back in 67 and 68. Oh. Yeah. So he he was uh fairly uh heavily attached to Ford uh over the years.
0: Wow, that's cool. Yep. Huh. And it says he also I think this is a car that I'm picturing, but he um he won a Belgian Grand Prix in a car of his own construction, the Eagle MK1, and if that's the car I think of, that car that I'm thinking of, that car is pretty awesome. I have to I have to Google because
1: yeah, I'm gonna have to look at yeah, I have to look
0: at it. So. Yeah, and it's uh, it's not the car I'm well, kind of. It wasn't the car I was thinking of, but it's still awesome. It's like one of the old Formula like 60s Formula One cars, dude. This thing is. Yeah, this thing is pretty freaking cool and it's even like it's kind of like the ford blue oh man this thing is pretty sweet it's pretty sweet anyway sorry you get uh distracted there
1: yeah yeah all right well you know it happens <laughs> um... to me more more than often than not <laughs> Yeah. So, so yeah, uh, th- that was just a little bit of, uh, of news there. And the last thing that we have for you before we sign off of this wildly, uh, <laughs> unconstrained, wildly wandering podcast, Adam, Adam's off today. He had some business to attend to, so he couldn't make it.
0: Uh, <laughs> Hence the structure gone.
1: <laughs> Tom and I, uh, are, yeah, we get off topic if you haven't, if you can't tell. So, yeah, the la- the last update here is uh, to project Elcan 5000, our 1935 Ford pickup truck. Why don't you tell us what you know, and then I'll fill in some new things. All
0: right. So what I know is that we finally got those freaking shock mounts out of the front axle uh, and got the axle and everything back to you. And then you were able to get the tires, which is in some, actually in our video um, episode. I can't remember which one, if it was episode three or 2.5.
1: Yeah, I don't know. You uh, you kind of went off. Sorry. Of yeah. There.
0: Anyway, um, you sent stuff out for powder coating.
1: I did. I didn't send the that front the front portions out right. yet, but I sent out uh, the rear radius rods and the torque tube and six wheels, and all of them have come back now. Pretty um, fast. Thanks turnaround. To, thanks to Federal Services Incorporated over on Eight Mile and Warren. Oh yeah, dude, they came out. It, I think it was less than a week turnaround. So that's
0: awesome.
1: Granted granted I specifically chose colors that they had in stock because I wanted a quick turnaround. I didn't want to have them have to order uh paint or anything or paint or powder. Um, but yeah, that's still a pretty quick turnaround for sandblasting and powder. Hood. Yeah.
0: And they look good from the pictures. Like I haven't seen them in person yet, but in the pictures, they look pretty oh, awesome. They, look
1: they do look good. And um, props to you for picking
0: so, out those colors.
1: I know. Right. It's, it was good. It's a good choice. Um, but yeah, the uh, the front pieces, I've got to clean. I've been welding on the frame uh, today and yesterday, and I got some time tomorrow to do some more. Um, so hopefully I'll have all the frame mounts and everything done this weekend, which means that I can paint it, and then I can start routing uh, wires and things like that and go ahead and order my springs from Eaton Spring Co. because it's going to be about two weeks for them to come back. And I can actually start putting stuff back together, at least on the back end of the truck.
0: Sweet. That's Oh, and so the, yeah, the Columbia. Any Columbia update?
1: Oh, yeah. And I sent out the parts to Columbia, Columbia two-speed parts out in, oh, I don't know, somewhere west. Somewhere west of here. I don't remember where I sent them to. Um but anyways, I sent those out to them, and they're going to do some bulletproofing for me, and then they will be returned to me in about two to three weeks. So that stuff should be coming along pretty quick, and I need to find a local machine shop to get those uh, those other things done for me, Tom, if you can't get them done by oh, you. Oh, yeah.
0: Yep. I have to go ask around and see what, what's available as for services. And then...
1: So I... would I need to get repair sleeves put on to the uh, bearing lands on the rear axles for the Columbia because they need to be repaired. So um, we need to find some place I can turn down the ends of the axles and then press on the sleeves and then make sure that everything's the right tolerance, et cetera, et cetera, so that we can uh, make sure that the bearings and whatnot are, can be installed properly.
0: And one thing's for sure, we're going to need some good bearings,
1: yeah, we got a long way to go. No way we want bad bearings yeah. on that thing.
0: <laughs> also, as a side note, just to follow up, uh, the G-Wagon is not dead. It has been uh, confirmed for 2019, the Mercedes G-Wagon. Oh. So,
1: well, Yeah, know. the
0: G-Wagon is de- dead. Long live the G-Wagon. Uh, I, I
1: guess. That engineer's not going I guess. Be and yet. also,
0: if anybody's interested in seeing what this chaos looks like, that you've just heard, uh, we launched a pilot episode where we do this podcast thing, but we also record it uh, on video. We record it with audio anyway, too.
1: That that one was not quite as off-base. Uh, off, off base Well, Adam was in Adam was, <laughs> out, it was a check, so. But that, that is what a, a normal one would look like. It's yes.
0: true. And I may have, if you're curious, if you want a teaser, there may have been some of my me talking about 400 volts straight to the crotch so if you want to figure out what i was talking about with there, you can go check it out
1: yeah yeah or, or well don't. i may Maybe have i may to have
0: top scared top. them away
1: that's true. <laughs> <laughs> all right i think that's all we have for you so uh, like and subscribe and share uh, keep track of and share and uh, keep track of uh the website as well for some updates because we should have some new content coming out um, as per our last podcast for this year on a fairly regular basis, whether it be video or uh, articles and things of that nature. So keep up with us on carsunfiltered.com too.
0: Yep. And probably the next few videos are going to be, should be pretty interesting. I think probably auto show related and snowdrift related, hopefully. So
1: yeah. Cool. For which it's going to be very cold, but we don't
0: know that yet. It's a little ways off and we realized it was like 60 degrees last week. So anything can happen.
1: Uh, Yeah. Okay. Whatever you say, Tom. Awesome. (laughs) nice awesome